Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. I'm back again with Shruti. And this week's show is kind of a follow-up to last week's show where we discuss how we can move on from results that didn't go the way we wanted to and continue to hit our goals. Everybody needs to be his brother's keeper. Take a little time, make your love grow deeper. Everybody needs to be somebody's keeper. It's hard to see. We can turn around with needs. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay. We're moving into the holidays and everyone needs a brother's keeper. We all need accountability and I absolutely love coaching and helping people hit their health and fitness goals. Check out beammotivation.com and let's look beyond the horizon and let's hit our goals. Accountability is number one and I'm here to help you with both in-person and virtual training. Check out beammotivation.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay and I'm back with Trudy and this week we're talking about how we let go of results that don't necessarily go our way or the outcomes or in some cases just letting go of the past. Uh, Last week we talked about how sometimes we make the right decision but we still feel sad or we make the right decision and what comes out of it isn't necessarily what we expected and there's times when you just have to Put it behind you and keep moving forward and keep working on what your your goals are. Uh, it's not always going to go our ways. And if you dwell on the past, we're never going to get to the future. And Trudy, what's your feeling on how would someone let go of something that might really be bothering them? But, you know, the more you dwell on it, it's just going to hurt your your progress going forward. I think that when we hold on to a certain expectation, we're coming from an ego space. Whereas think about a time where you're in the flow, maybe you're out with your friends or you're doing something you love and it's just flowing. When things are just flowing, you have this calmness and peace. Whereas when you're expecting something, you want something to go a certain way, it just feels very resistant and rigid and you're not in the flow then. So it's coming back into that space of like, how do I get back into this flow? What is it that I'm feeling? Like have a conversation with yourself as you would with a friend when you feel stuck in that moment. Ask yourself what you need. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, like you said, talking to yourself and, and realizing what's what's important and what you need. And and there's times, like I said, you, you might make that decision and the wrong outcome comes out of it or something that completely blindsides you it's not what you were expecting but if you sit and dwell on that you got to realize is that really what I need let's move forward let's keep working on the progress Um, we talk about taking care of ourselves often and in different environments that it's it's not a selfish thing we need to worry about ourselves first and again not from an egotistical side or from a selfish side but if we're not strong enough to move forward how can we help the others around us, whether it's our family and our loved one, whether it's the team we play for, whether it's the business we work for, we have to make sure that we're strong enough to keep moving forward. Yes, I think that's very true. And I think, I mean, this is something my mentor said to me when I was doing my public speaking training, we had to practice over and over again, telling our stories and he would stop us and he would go speak from your heart. So the key he would say is, just love people, 
speak from your heart, people will love you. So even when you're not feeling in a space where you're feeling good, if you can offer love from your heart to anybody, whether it's a stranger, whether it's your brother, your sister, your best friend, the person at the coffee shop, whoever it is, when you can come from your heart space, you will actually lift your vibration. And by giving someone else love, you're actually gifting yourself. So love abundance, come from a place of love abundance, because that's going to raise your frequency. And when you raise your frequency, you are going to attract that frequency back of whatever it is that you are so desiring, because you're attracting what you are. Yeah, I just, did, I just did a quick Google search as we were logging on and I just put letting go of the past. And I know this isn't necessarily a past thing, but it kind of touches on the same thing. So you, you go through a situation, you get a result. So more of that letting go of the result and kind of what you were just saying, a couple of the points was one, be gentle on yourself. So don't beat yourself up when that result isn't what you expected. And the other one was engage in self-care, kind of like what I said, you have to take care of yourself. And don't yeah. beat yourself up and make sure you're, you're healthy and in, in, in all set sense. I mean, I w- obviously we talk health a lot, physical, mental, and emotional, but just that you're prepared to keep moving forward and, and not be stuck on that one result, which could hold you back. Exactly. Yeah. I think when we get too stuck on a result, that's what actually pushes it further. So you can still have that result, but it might take longer, the more rigid you are about it or you're trying too hard with it. I think once you take the actionable steps towards your goal or towards relationship, whatever it is, and you have that balance of, okay, I took the action. Now I'm letting go truly, not just saying like I'm letting go, but you really do detach from it. Your results will come in faster. I really believe that. Well, you kind of mentioned like trying too hard for it. So when we're, when I'm training archers and stuff, uh, so shooting with an Olympic recurve, you have a sight or a compound bow, you have a sight. We talk about over aiming. Sometimes we try too hard to get that pin right in the dead center of the target. We over aim and we, we push the shot. We make the shot almost too stiff where sometimes you just got to like float around your goal and just let things naturally flow into that spot. And same type of thing. If you're, if we're over aiming or we're trying too hard, sometimes it makes it more difficult to hit our goals. And instead of being stressed out and tensed because of that last result or that last outcome of our decisions, we got to, we got to settle back in and just make it a smooth transition into the next attempt. And don't, don't try too hard. Don't overanalyze or overthink your decisions because the last one didn't go your way. Yeah, exactly. I think that's where we second guess ourselves is when we're thinking too hard because the closer you look at something, the easier it is to fool you. You know, there's that quote from that movie. Now you see me and I love that. And I believe that with, we look at something and we feel good. Right. And then we start to look at it again. And then now we're overanalyzing it. And now we're disconnected because we're just, now we're not coming from an intuitive standpoint. We're coming from an analytical. And I think there's that, you know, combination of, yes, use your mind, but like your intuition is a, powerful force so trust it if you have a goal and you're like I really feel like I meant to do this this is for me but it's just a how that you can't figure out like how do I get there or like why is it taking so long I know it's hard to let go of it because it's easier said than done 
But if you feel something, trust your first instinct on something. And I think that you'll be guided in the best way possible. Yeah, I mean, everyone's heard that phrase, Monday morning quarterback. And, and that's the case of you watch, you watch a football game on Sunday, you see the results, and then Monday morning, all the guys around the water cooler are saying, oh, they should have thrown instead of passed, or they should have passed instead of thrown. Well, of course you're going to say that. You know what the outcome is now. So, of course, you're going to pick the other, the other way of going about it because the way you saw it didn't work. And I remember my last high school baseball game, uh, I was coaching with a different coach, not the guy that I was on the field with for 15 years. And we made a decision to switch pitching. I suggested it. We ended up losing the game, and it wasn't because of pitching. It was because of sloppy defense. And I remember a couple of days later, he said, well, if you could go back, would you change anything? And he's expecting me to say, yes, I would have changed the pitching. And I just said, yeah, in that sixth inning, when we were down a run, I would have had Shea drop the butt. Now, Shea was one of our big hitters, a, a guy capable of hitting a ball 400 feet. But this wasn't a situation where we needed that. We needed the butt. And I'm a small ball guy where other guys weren't. And it's like we can always second guess our decisions. And sometimes it's not that big decision we made. It's that small one. So it wasn't the big change of let's change our pitchers. It was that one particular play where, you know, I think I should have gone this way. But of course, when we know the outcome, when we choose left and we realize that's a dead end, oh, geez, I should have gone right. It's easy to say I would have, should have, could have done this when you already know the outcome for the other thing. Yeah. And we, and we can't beat ourselves up. And I mean, there's going to be many situations where you're going to go with your gut. You're going to go with your heart. You're going to go with your mind. You, you might go with any of those three on why you picked it, but don't beat yourself up if the results aren't right. And you can't worry about that equation anymore. We got to go on to the next problem. Yeah. And I think I said this before in another episode where when you're failing, you're actually progressing. Because <laughs> if you're not failing, that means that nothing is happening. So how do you expect to get to that result if you aren't going to fail once in a while? You know, and also knowing knowing your why when it comes to whether it's your goals or wanting a relationship or whatever it is that you're so desiring in your life, when you have clarity on your why, it will be easier to not analyze so much. When it, I think a lot of the times when I watched this video the other day with this guy, I can't, his name's Danny something on Instagram. And he said, you know, I would ask people like, how much money do you want to make? And they're like, a million dollars. And he's like, okay, well, what about 900,000? What about 800,000? And they'd be like, yeah. And he said that he would ask people, okay, so why this much? And he said, nobody, nobody had an answer to that. So when you're thinking about goals and you don't have a clear answer on your why, it's going to be harder for you to reach that and detach from it. Cause you're, you're confused. You don't have clarity yourself. So how do you expect to get there? Yeah, you got to know what the reason is you're you're working on the goals. Um, I just had po posted something up at the gym, uh, the gym where I'm, I'm training in the morning. I, I changed the the chalkboard easel that we have, and I've been putting quotes up. and And one of them was, and well, the past two. One was, and every day, make someone smile. Don't forget you are someone too. And then the one before that was, and work on your body, not because you hate your body, but because you love your body. So it, there's different things where 
And the people that go and work out because they look in the mirror and they go, oh, geez, I'm too fat or I don't have any muscle or I don't do this. And they go and they work from a negative space as opposed to, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself. I, I This feels good. This you, you have to know why you're doing something. And sometimes if you're, even if you think your why is good when you're referencing a negative aspect to it, it's not as easy to get to the goals, even though you're both trying to do the same thing, you want to be healthier. That's why you're working out. But if you're not, if you're thinking, oh, I, I hate the way I am. So I'm going to work out as opposed to, I like who I am. So I'm going to take care of it. You both have the same goal, but why you're doing it, it can be a different exactly. thing. And I remember watching the, the uh, game changers documentary, which was about vegan athletes, plant-based athletes and I'd asked, I'd posted something on it where I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I eat meat, but I have a good friend of mine who's vegan. And my sister has gone back and forth from eating plant-based and they do it for different reasons. One, it's more, I mean, the, the love of animals, just from an, more of an ethical type of reason that they like animals, don't want to hurt animals. And the other one, it's more of a health-based thing where they think that's going to be a healthier thing. And when it came to counting calories, my sister said when she was eating meat, she counted calories to make sure she didn't eat too much. Now she has to count calories to make sure she gets enough nutrition and gets enough calories. So it's a different mindset on why you're doing it. Why are you counting calories? And, and, it, and it helped her. So we can all be going for that same goal, but if we're get it going there for different reasons and one's out of negativity and one's out of a positive approach, it could make a difference on whether you hit your goals or not. Oh yeah, that's a powerful one. I I think you touched, you hit the nail on the head with that one. It definitely makes a difference with the conversation you're having with yourself. Like I I do affirmations. I never used to do that, but I do now. And I noticed how I feel about myself and also how people respond to me because now I'm having a positive self-talk. Whereas I don't know, maybe two years ago, I was like, you know, I feel like a loser. I'm this, I'm that, I'm not good enough. I'm going to fail. Like other people are having success or they have, they're happy, whatever. I would compare myself. And that became a home in my mind, just like the way you talk to yourself or anybody else talks to themselves becomes a home in their mind. And now that becomes your external world. So your internal world is going to project on the outside. So now that you have that, let's say, negative view of yourself, you are going to start attracting what's going on inside, whereas you want to attract the positive. So the internal, the inside is where it starts. I know it sounds cliche and people have heard it before, but it is your internal reality will create your external reality. I just, I have some questions up here that, again, just doing a quick Google search. And one of the things was, why am I stuck in the past? And you had just commented as I'm opening it about I mean, not liking yourself and thinking you're worthless and this and that. And the, the highlighted parts are lack of self-love, low self-worth and unawareness, fear. I mean, so it, it kind of lined up right what you were saying that if we don't care for ourselves and we, I mean, we look around, I mean, I use the example of the gym. Um, if you have one guy that's lifting 135 and the guy next to you is lifting 255, you're comparing yourself. And and my my sons were just talking about this at archery. We had our, our practice today. And and my older son is saying, oh, well, I'm tired more because I'm pulling more weight than the younger son. Well, it's relative. Your 
six one and you're pulling with a wingspan of a gorilla and you're pulling 45 pounds. He's in barely over five feet and he's pulling whatever it is, 30 pounds. So it's relative. He might actually be doing more pound for pound than you are when you, when, if you really want to break it down to science and proportions and percentages, maybe he's actually working harder than you are, but we shouldn't be comparing to that. And I had put a quote up where I think I'd mentioned in one of the podcasts, I went out to, to visit Jen and we hiked to 5,000 feet, but we started at 3,500. She came here and did a hike where we only hiked to 2,000 feet, but we started at 500. Well, guess what? Both of those hikes were 1,500 foot gains. So just because your finish line was higher doesn't mean you worked any harder. Your starting point was also higher. So you can't compare yourself to the guy next to you and don't ever think you're worthless or have less value because your numbers or your analytics that you're using or the, the metrics that you're measuring on might be smaller numbers, it doesn't mean you have less value. Exactly. And like you just said, you started at a certain number and the person next to you who's doing higher, you have to remember that they probably started at that same number where you are right now. You're just seeing them doing a higher because maybe they've already, they've already done that. So it's just that they're, they're not progressing faster than you. They're just at a different speed because They've been where you are. Any, if you look at any successful person and you're like, oh, like I wish I could be like Sandra Bullock. Like, how did she make it? She was probably sleeping in her car, like waiting for an audition when she first started out or like, you know, eating ramen when she was first starting out. And you're there right now. And you think that's impossible because look at where she is. But you have to remember everyone's journey. Like it's, yes, it's different, but we all, are on the same path in a way to like what we desire, we, we truly desire. And those are what happiness, love, peace. If you look at it that way, freedom, yes, maybe everybody has a different goal in mind, but the essence of it, the core of it is actually the same. It's just people don't always know that because they're not truly asking themselves the right questions always. And when you were saying about your past, I believe this is just a personal belief of mine is that past, present and future are all simultaneously happening. So when you're healing your past and your traumas and your fears and your wounds, you're actually healing your present and you're healing your future. So all of it is happening all, all at once and you're doing yourself a service when you're doing that. You talk about, and you mentioned like Sandra Bullock was probably sleeping in her car, probably waiting tables like everyone does through Hollywood and, and stuff like that. I, yeah. used, I, I have a, a young girl shooting on the archery team. She's 12 years old. She's doing really well, but she's really hard on herself. So I asked Dylan, my younger son, I said, Dylan, what was your first score in your first tournament? He scored a 12 out of 450 possible points. His first recorded score was a 12. This last tournament we just went to, he missed earning his yellow pin by three points. And he shot, I, I believe, a 367 or something out of out of 450. So that's a big jump from a 12. I mean, so everyone was there. And again, I, I've heard this story before, but I just Googled it. 1,500 times Sylvester Stallone was rejected when he tried selling his script and himself for what would become the film Rocky. And Rocky is probably, if you did a list of top 10 greatest movies ever, 
the original Rocky movies, probably in that top 10 in most people's list. And he was rejected 1,500 times. And then underneath it, it says 5,126 times James Dyson created filed prototypes of the vacuum cleaner. And I mean, Dyson is one of the top names in vacuum cleaners, and he was rejected over 5,000 times before finally took someone took his design and, and went with it. So if you get knocked down, if you're comparing yourself to someone else that's doing bigger, better, however you want to measure it, things, at some point, they were where you were and possibly even lower. Yeah. And I, I believe that the, the longer your journey or the more challenging it seems to get there, to get to where you want to be, is actually going to be more rewarding in the end. Because if you get something, if you're like, oh, I got 400 something points in my first or my second tournament, you're not going to appreciate it as much. You're going to be like, well, that was easy. Now, whereas it took, I don't know, 20, 30 tournaments to get to that number, you are going to be so grateful for that and so much more appreciative because you knew what it took and you knew that you had what it takes. Yeah, you, you had mentioned how our success comes out of our failure. So again, just moving forward from failures to success. And number one, they have use your failures to succeed. And every now yeah, and then, beautiful. every now and then we have to remind ourselves. I know when I was coaching high school baseball, I was the one that would always call and then eventually email the newspaper to give them the report because they'd list the high school box scores in the local paper. And if we had six errors, I would write that we had three because I didn't want to embarrass the team. So it's like we had seven errors. Okay. I put four. We had four errors. I might write two. There was one game where we had 13 errors and I told coach, nope, I'm putting all 13 in the newspaper. And then I cut that box score out and in the article that went along with it. And I taped it to coach's door. So every game for the rest of the season, the team had to look at that article that said we had 13 errors that we looked like the bad news bears. And by seeing that be reminding yourself, like, we don't want to look like that. We don't want to, we want to be better. It's sometimes we need that reminder. It's all great to put up the, the A on the pay, on the refrigerator with the magnet, but sometimes you got to put that F on there just to remind you that, you know what, I can do better. I can grow from this point. Yeah. What can you learn? What can you learn from your, your quote unquote failures? Okay. I did this. I tried. I didn't get to the goal that I wanted to. Okay. What am I learning from this? Okay. Now what's next? What can I be doing differently? What can I be? Is there something more I should be doing? Ask yourself questions. When you're asking yourself questions, the right questions, you're opening up your mind. And now nobody else can tell you like a teacher or a guru. There's that quote. I don't know what, what the exact quote is, but it's nobody basically can tell you what's right for you, except for you except for yourself. So someone can guide you. And, you know, I like, I have this, <clears throat> excuse me, I have this mentor, her name is Kate. And, you know, she says to me, she's like, keep your light on, keep the light on. Don't meet people in the dark, keep the light on. And you will assist that person in like giving them the rope to reach up. So don't dim your light. Don't meet people where they are. You keep the light switch on and let people meet you there. And I was like a profound like I was like what I was like that's that's so beautifully said and so deep and I saw everything in a very different perspective when she said that 
I was like, okay, I get it. I have to stay on my level of, you know, being the light and also finding that light in myself and practicing that daily. Whereas if I'm meeting someone in the dark and the shadows, then I'm, what service is that doing me? So yes, she gave me advice, but the way I took it in, I decided to take it in and reflect on it. Now that was my decision, but what she, what she said resonated with me. So again, people can guide you, but it's up to you at the end of the day. Everything is up to you at the end of the day. No one else. Yeah. It's like that kind of lines up. One of the points here is says, accept where you're at. You have to accept where you are and, and work with that. I mean, if you're, and going back to like that gym analogy, if you can't lift, I mean, 135 pounds, you have to accept that you're lifting 95. You can't do more than you're capable of doing. Um, one of the other ones, a couple of steps were mourn, then move on and don't dwell on past failures. I and mean, we can't. And in some situations, there's times where you have time. Okay. You didn't get this job interview. Your next job interview is a week away. You can think about it for a couple of days. Think what I do wrong. What I, what I do here and there. And in the game of baseball, you give up a grand slam, you have about 45 seconds before you got to throw the next pitch. So you only have about 20, 20 seconds to, to mourn that mistake. And you got to get right back to it. And I was just watching an interview. They were talking about Mariano Rivera, the, the great closer for the Yankees. And they said that whether he struck someone out or gave up a grand slam, his demeanor was the same on the mound every time. He didn't get rattled. You know what? They're a pro hitter too. Every now and then they're going to beat me. They beat me. Okay. I got to throw the next pitch. So we can't mourn all the time. We can't beat ourselves up because there's always people and not to put it in a competition setting, but there's always people working to get what you're trying to get as well. Whether that's that okay. job, whether then that's that sale, whether that's that acting gig, whether it's the position on the team, there's always someone else trying to achieve the same thing you're trying to achieve. And not only the same thing, but that actual one. And yeah. it's one thing where I'm in the gym trying to I mean, bench press 300 pounds, which I can't do, but the guy next to me is trying to lift 300 pounds. Well, guess what? Both of us at some point could lift 300 pounds where you're at an acting audition. You're trying to get this role. Someone else is trying to get that exact same role. You both can't get the role. So there's different situations where you and the guy next to you can both achieve the goals. There's other times where only one of you can get it. And if you don't get it, you have to, you have to mourn and move on and then go to the next one. Yeah, exactly. And I know that there's a, this coach, he talks about how, you know, when we're so uh, fixated on a specific outcome, he says, transform your mindset and change your mindset from this or something better. Because when you come from that place, you're not coming from a place of lack. You're coming from a place of abundance. And that's where you want to come from. So, okay, I didn't, if it's not this job, okay, something better. Now you are deciding for yourself, you're in a higher vibrational state now. Because you're like, okay, whatever happens, happens. If it's not this, it's going to be something better. It's going to be better for me. Maybe it'll be more money. Maybe it'll be more freedom in my schedule. So trust that. I think that's when we get it. When we're so like, no, it just has to be this job. You are not, you're not helping yourself in that way. Let's say we had a lot of the parents were asking us because last week we were at, we were at a local tournament. So we weren't at the class. 
uh, and they were saying, oh, how'd the tournament go? How'd the tournament go? And I said, well, it's kind of like you've heard me talk about the difference between success and winning. And both myself and my two sons, we were in first place in the standings, but none of them, none of us shot real. Oh, actually, Dylan, my younger son, he shot really well. Myself and, and Brian, my older son, we did not shoot as well as we would have liked to. Uh, I still shot decent. Brian was probably a little less than that, and he'll admit that. So, yes, we won, but we weren't as successful as we'd like to be. And there's times where there's times where you can have that crappy audition, but guess what? The other girl was crappier than you and you get the job. It's not that you, I mean, we're great. It's just that you were better than the last one. Then there's other times where you do everything perfect. You do everything great. And I used the example when we had Paige on here when we talked about winning versus success, where she went out to a, a tournament and broke the course record, yet Linda Choa broke it by one point better than her. I mean, how can you look back at yourself and say, I wasn't successful? I was successful. I didn't win. Where there's other times you're going to win, yet you really didn't perform your best. And you can't base it on the win or loss, for lack of a better term. You have to look at your performance and, and judge yourself based on that. And unfortunately, if the result was not what you wanted, same thing with some of those decisions we make, we know we're making the decision for the right reason. And unfortunately, the result doesn't go our way. You can't beat yourself up all the time. You have to just give it a couple seconds, think about it, and then move on. So when the next obstacle is in front of you, you know how to handle it. And there's that quote, right? You're in competition with no one but yourself. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. yeah, it's one of the biggest thing you and, and one of the things I like to say is we all we've all heard the phrase that I just want to be better today than I was yesterday, or I just want to be better tomorrow than I am today. I purposely personally don't like that. I prefer I want to be better in a month than I was today. We're all going to have up days and down days. We're all going to have days where we're we're tired, whether it's physically or emotionally. There's always days where we have a a lot of energy there's there's days when you look at the stock market and you look at okay the the 30-day return or the five-year return it's that zigzag that goes up and down and there's high and low and high and low and high and low but from now until today a year from now hopefully it's up but in there there's going to be days where it's lower than yesterday and, and higher than two days ago but then lower than three days ago and so we're never going to always improve we're never going to get better every single day overall i mean there's going to be things where some things are better and maybe you performed physically worse but you handled it mentally better and you got to take that as a positive that you can get to the point where you know what i took a shot and i flew my arrow into the blue ring you know what it didn't bother me i'm good to go let me shoot the next arrow where shooting one into the blue ring would have rattled you six months ago so that's an achievement, the fact that you handled it and you didn't let it affect the next two shots, where in the past it would have affected the next two shots. Yeah. And also, I know you said being better in a month, and I don't agree with, like, I want to be better tomorrow than I was yesterday. How about I want to be better in this moment than the last moment? Just kind of like moment by moment. That's how you get to that next month or to that next day. You are going to have down days where you just don't feel good, you don't feel like doing anything, you don't feel motivated, and just allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, because that's how, I, I believe that's how you're going to get through it, whereas when you just suppress it, or you're like trying to push it out, 
you that is going to come up again and you're going to be like oh why is this coming up again I thought I just avoided this and that's <laughs> when you avoid stuff are you put yourself at such a high standard like okay now I need to get over this no let yourself feel what you feel you want to cry cry in that moment you want to punch a pillow punch a freaking pillow just allow yourself to feel because that's how you're going to get through it but if you just kind of avoid it or ignore it it's going to come up again yeah no I yeah you you definitely have to you can't dwell on it but you do have to acknowledge and whether we want to use the words failures in some cases um you have to acknowledge the outcome I mean, sometimes it's not, it's not a pass fail situation. It's a, you did this and the boss didn't like it, or you did this and the results didn't come out the, the right way. Um, so we're always gotta, you always have to take accountability for what you did and how you performed and stuff like that, but don't dwell on it because then when the next time you're, you're called to action, if you're dwelling on the last time, you're definitely not going to perform at your best. And to start wrapping things up, what would you say, I mean, some of your keys would be for being able to move on and, and move on to the, your, your next task, whether that task be the same type of task that you just, I mean, didn't do well on, or it could be a completely different task, but you still have to get back into that mindset of, yes, I can perform and I can perform well. Write down your goals. I mean, I know that some people have heard that many times. Write down your goals where you want to be maybe uh, 12 months from now, where you want to be five years from now, and where you want to be 10 plus years from now. Write it all down and then break it down for yourself. Okay, what can I do today? And just don't don't be hard on yourself, you know, just keep and transcend your ego. <laughs> Do not bring your ego. Ask your higher self because the times we feel most disconnected is when we're coming from our ego space. When you're coming from your higher self, this, you will feel calm and at peace. I can promise you that when you feel a calm and at peace, you're coming from your higher self. What are your, what are your tips, Jay? Yeah, well, I, I agree with that real quick. And I've, I've seen many times where the ego I'm the boss. This is my sandbox where that, that affects the results of the overall team, where if someone wants too much control and you, you can't work like that, you have to, you have to let other people help at times and, and support you and, and move forward. Um, but I, I believe that, like you said, you gotta, I gotta put out there that you have to take a quick glance of what you did. Um, be true to yourself. Like coach B used to say to us and, uh, if you make that decision and the outcome wasn't right or wasn't what you expected and don't, you didn't necessarily do something wrong. Sometimes it is based on the other guy's ego and just keep moving forward. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, if we're talking something that has a, a measurable analytics, whether, whether we're talking and going to the gym and lifting weight or losing weight or body fat percentage, or it's your, you, you play sports, whether you're in that bare league softball team or you competitive archery or bowling, and you're looking at your numbers go up and down. Just remember that averages are made by multiple attempts at something. And I mean, if you, if you had it an eight, one time, a nine, one time and a 10, one time, your average is going to be nine. You're going to have goods and bads and, and not so good and not so bad. And don't take every little individual step 
and overanalyze it. Take the overall picture and keep moving forward. You can definitely learn from mistakes and you're going to get your goals if you keep working on it and you be true to yourself. Yes. Wonderfully said. I hope you guys enjoyed this show and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.